calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. From gutters to the landscape, from replacement windows to a full basement remodel and everything in between, it's time for the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, big time Mike McGivern, on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome into the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside this week's host and special guest. He's the general manager for Carmel Builders, Lewis Wire. Lewis, how are you today? I'm great, Mike. How are you doing? Good. My favorite email, you know, with coaching basketball this time of year, still in the in the playoffs, you know, it. Uh, I love when I get an email from a guest that I'm going to have on the next day, and as I'm scrambling to get uh, to get set and and do some some research on on your company, I get an email that says, "Hey, regarding topics of discussion, I'm willing to discuss anything: home improvement, sports, nary, contractor selections." I'm comfortable. Be uh, glad to simply wing it, if you wish. I felt like driving over to your office and giving you a hug. I'm telling you, Louis. I this was my favorite. And then for our pre-show uh, uh, meeting today, we talked UWM basketball for the most part, and I was so proud of those boys, Louis, to play the way they played down the stretch in that tournament. Showed me a ton about that coach, that coaching staff, and those players, and and how much uh, guts they had. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. I'm I'm excited to be a, a Milwaukee basketball fan right now. I have been for a long time, like we talked about right. since uh, Bruce Pearl's uh, second year. I've had season tickets and have been a booster, but I'm happy about the direction we're going. We've got a great coach. We've got uh, players who really seem to have bought into the system, and uh, I think the sky's going to be the limit. I think people are going to be really excited where this program goes. Well, and, and we're, we're going to get to Nary stuff, I promise. This is a sports station, so this is an easy one to talk about. Because I've coached basketball for as long as I have in this area, do the uh, Wendy's Varsity Blitz show every Saturday from 10 to 12 and talk high school basketball, I can tell you that the coaches in this area really, it, it, they're, they're, they inched along in the beginning with the decision, they're buying in now. They, they The guys who've gotten a chance to meet him are all really impressed with him. Yeah, Laval Jordan is just really a top-notch guy. I think everyone who takes time to speak with him really is walks away impressed with the type of person he is his character his commitment to milwaukee a lot of people don't know his mother lives here in milwaukee so i think he's got kind of that that bond he's a a midwestern guy you know we didn't like watching him when he played at butler uh butler kicked our butts quite a bit down the stretch but uh we're glad to see a little bit of that mindset here in Milwaukee. We're excited about it. And and you should be. The last thing and then we're going to get to Carmel Builders in area, I promise. But when 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 he shows up at high school games, which he has, a little bit different, I think. You know, coach Jeter I was a big fan of. I think down the stretch, I I didn't see him as much. And and coach Jordan, you're starting to see um out and about Getting into uh, you know introducing himself, getting into networking with with other coaches, and and making sure that he's really well known within the high school circles. 
and that that's only going to be good for UWM. Absolutely. You, you can't see it on the radio, but I've got a big smile on my face you right do. now just talking about it. Well, man, it's uh, I, I'm excited about the direction of that program. Hey, let's talk, if we can, uh, about Carmel Builders. Second generation, um, your father started this company, correct? Yeah, my dad started the company in 1979. I'm, I'm very proud to be a second generation company. There are literally millions of home improvement contractors in the United States, and the number of companies that last into the second generation dwindles down into the thousands. Yeah, I, I know that. And 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 being on this show, I for some reason, Luce, I have this thing about second and third generation companies that I find it so interesting. My father was a bricklayer and a mason, and none of the McGivern boys did he ever take the time to teach us any of that stuff. Maybe he tried to, t- to teach us and we just didn't do it very well. So I love the fact that you can, you now will carry on what your father started. Yeah, it's it's really exciting, and it's something to be proud of. And I, I, I tell my dad that all the time. He's not listening today because I think he's down in Florida, probably a lot warmer than we are. Oh, man, good for him. But it is really exciting to see that something that it started out. I tell the story to a lot of people uh, a lot of the time, but he had a, a pickup truck and a tool belt, and his first job was to clean out gutters. So... We joked that his first job was to find a ladder, so <laughs> figuring out how to how to clean out these gutters and to take that from a company that was just kind of doing whatever in 1979 to to now a design build firm that we have is, is really exciting. What's your father's first name? Tom. Tom, that story is incredible to me because he, I mean, think about this. He started Carmel Builders. His first job was to get up and clean somebody's gutters, and he went from that. To where you guys are today, can you imagine if he wrote a book about the journey of of how you've gotten to where you are now, and and all the points where he must have had sleepless nights thinking, is this the the, the correct direction? How are we going to make money to pay our employees so they can feed their families? Are we going in the right direction? And obviously, he made the right direction. He made the right choices. I can believe there were a lot of sleepless nights. Being a business owner it has its own unique set of stressors, and I certainly have those sleepless nights on occasion myself, but I can't even begin to comprehend the idea of, like, where are we going to come up with money? Right, right. Where are, where, how are we going to do this? Because we need a couple of employees, but we can't pay them right now. I, I never had that bug. Lewis, I never had that. I want to. I want to own a company and be my own boss, and I envy the guys who did because those guys stepped out as you got as you're gonna you're doing now. You stepped out and said, "Okay, I'm gonna run this, and I'm gonna run it the way that I think it needs to be run." And I pray to God that I'm doing it the right way. Yeah, I think that's really the essence of of where our company came from. And you know, to use a little segue to get into. Milwaukee Nary, I think that's one of the great things about the organization. We've got you know, almost about 800 members of similar like-minded companies, people who said, hey, I can do it better. I can provide better service. I can provide a better product. I can I can provide a better work environment, whatever it might be. And a lot of people don't know this, but the Milwaukee Nary chapter is the largest chapter in the United States. In and the country. People who really are committed to to this industry. And that, that's exciting. And it's great for consumers here in Milwaukee because we actually have that. I talk to people around the country, friends of mine, like, do you know anybody in Austin, Texas, who could do a remodel for me? You know, they've got like a builders association with like eight people in it. Right. You know, how do you know who's good? I The thing I like about Neri, one of the things, I love a lot of it. I love the foundation 
that that they believe in giving back and helping people get either either from high school to get into the trades or displaced workers that want to make a change and get into the trades. So there's a number of things I love about Nary. One of the things that I really like is they take pride. You guys take pride in 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 being the best of the best, and you compete with other Nary members, yet the, the, the friendships and the networking that happens with the Nary members, it's not like, look, I compete with this guy, so I'm never talking to him, and I'm going to badmouth him out there. It's hey, look, we do it really well. They might do it really well, too. Let's talk about this. If you want to go talk to them, that's great. You know, they're they're a fine company. I, I like that, that you guys compete like crazy, yet at the end of the day, you're shaking hands and having a soda or a beer or whatever. Yeah, we believe in in this idea of community. That's actually one of our, our key tenets of, of the organization. It's a community of remodeling professionals. And in a community, not everybody has to always necessarily get along, but a good, healthy community has respect. Right. And I feel like we have that. And I feel personally, when a homeowner is selecting a contractor, if they're choosing between me or one of our peers in Nary, and if we don't win the project, if we don't become the contractor they choose, but they've chosen one of our other professionals, sure, we'll be a little disappointed, sure. of course. But I understand that, you know what, there was probably a reason there was a better fit. And sometimes that's... a that's fine. We don't all do things exactly the same way. Choose the right fit, and you're going to be happy if you choose a NERI contract. Tom was a past president of NERI. Yeah, my father was past president. Oh, boy. I think we're going back about eight, nine years now. Yeah, a while ago. And and so you you heard all the stories about uh, from him about the strength of NERI. You're not going to be a president of NERI if you don't firmly believe in in the mission statement and and the direction that, that NERI is going. So for him to be past president, that's something that that you obviously will continue. You you certainly believe in NERI and what they, they provide to consumers. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a really critical uh, piece of the, of the community, again, to have this group of remodeling professionals who are going to try to set some standards for behavior, for actions, for just knowing where consumers can go to get somebody who's going to be actually helping them and not necessarily just telling them what they want to hear. You know, one of the things that Nary provides, and I bring it up all the time, and it's not used very often, but as a consumer myself, the fact that if if I have an issue with the Nary company that I'm working with, we can take this to the Nary office and sit down face-to-face, have a couple of people, a mediator or two, to, to say, okay, what's the issue? Let's get this taken care of. Where if you just go with you know, some guy on the side of the street that has a truck and a, and a ladder, there there really isn't any safety net there. Yeah, it's the 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 mediation arbitration process at Nary is, is a real value to consumers and to contractors because the reality is reasonable people can disagree. Right. You can get to a point where there isn't necessarily somebody is wrong and someone's right. You know, you, the, the horror stories are always very clear cut. Like, okay, this person got screwed over by their contractor, right. this person got ripped off. But there's there can be situations, and we've seen it come through, where, you know what, both sides have a good point. So let's help them come yep. to an agreement so it doesn't have to sit in court. It doesn't cost people tens of thousands of dollars to mediate a $1,000 dispute. How busy are you guys right now, Carmel Builders? We're very busy. It's, it's a good market right now. It's a great market. Um, it doesn't last forever. We all know that. So you, we have to be putting our seeds in the ground because there will always be highs and lows. Right now it's good. Right. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's been a good a good year for us. Great website, by the way. It looks really good. Thank you. Yeah, you can go to CarmelBuilders.com. That's one word, CarmelBuilders.com. They're located out in Menominee Falls. Phone number is 262-255-2230. I got a text from a, a guy that I, I really like, have a lot of respect for. He asked me to say hello to you. So Gary DePerry. Oh, yeah. Gary's great. We did a, did a project for him and his wife, Donna, this last year, and uh, I Gary's a UWM fan as well, so we talk basketball. He Great is. Guy. He uh, his text was uh, Carmel Builders. I love those guys. Please so, say hello to Lewis for me. So, uh, Gary, thanks for listening. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we will continue our conversation. He is Lewis Wire. He's the general manager and owner of Carmel Builders. Again, CarmelBuilders.com for more information. This is the Milwaukee Area Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with Big Time Mike McGivern. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Email your question to live at 105.7 FM, thefan.com. Welcome back to the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host and special guest. He's the general manager for Carmel Builders. He's Lewis Wired. Lewis, on your website, I want to start with this. When 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 a company puts their philosophy and basically their mission statement right in writing on their website, I love to read it. And what I liked most about yours was the first line, Carmel Builders, we believe in homes, not houses. And I think that, look, I grew up on the east side, it was a large Irish family, right? We had all these kids in the house, there's six McGivern kids, and, and ours was a home. It, it, it truly was a home, and I know the difference between a house and a home, and I like the fact that Carmel Builders puts it right out there. This is what we believe, and uh, I like that. You guys, uh, that's a great first statement for your philosophy and mission statement. Well, it really goes back to what was my father's idea in founding this company in the first place, which was partnership with homeowners, uh, getting people into a position where we can really help them, not just sign a project, not just do something you know you got the the text from uh, uh gary before the break and you know their home was a really cool one because it's an uh, old old story hill neighborhood home and uh his wife donna really wanted to capture the essence of what that home was and so we were able to come up with our project consultant team our design team and, and i wasn't directly involved with a lot of that but when it came together just this really really wonderful improvement to their home where now their family has a place and a space that that makes it happy to come into. I, I think that's really important. I'm really passionate about improving homes and not just letting them go. You know, I think it's, a, it's one of the saddest things that if I could rewind time would be, sure. we've got these beautiful, beautiful homes in Milwaukee that have just gone. They're done. You know, you, you drive down uh, Sherman sure. Park area, drive down uh, Roosevelt Boulevard, Sherman, um, you're going to see amazing, amazing homes that just Unfortunately, they've been let go. They've been let go. So if we can stop that, uh, yeah. these great homes, what a great thing for the community and for for all of Milwaukee. To be honest with you, you know, and and to go off what you guys said, what what happened in in some of those neighborhoods, in in some of the neighborhoods all over, you know, southeast Wisconsin is is those homes became houses. That you know, it was just a house for somebody. It was a place to to lay their head and have a little dinner and stuff. It wasn't a home where they embraced it 
and said, look, we, you know, let's bring our family in. Let's let's fix this and make sure that that this is our home, not only for today, but for the future. And I like that that's what what your philosophy is at, at Carmel Builders. What gets you excited I, I, on a day to day basis when it, and I know you guys do a lot of, of, of different things at Carmel Builders. And we're going to get into all the things that you guys do. But you as a as an owner of Carmel Builders, what gets you excited? Are, is it when somebody is looking to to build a new home, an addition, a, um, a kitchen remodel? What what uh, for you is is man? This is perfect. This is what I'm looking for. My favorite, the two favorite things that I really love. Um, number one is when I get a chance to sit down with with clients at the end of a project and just you know say, hey, how'd it go? Yeah. What what went well? What you know, what could we have improved upon? And you know, with with some exceptions, people are just really just so thrilled to to the whole process. So that makes me feel good because I'm a big proponent in this idea of team. And when I know that our team has really risen to the task, and I hear great things about our carpenters and our electricians and our plumbers, and just you know, when a homeowner can rattle off, oh, and Art was great, and Terry was great, and we love those guys who are Tom and Leo who are running the electrical, and we. That makes me feel really proud. Um, but what really, the, for me personally, the passionate thing is taking these homes that have have begun to tire right. and putting that new lease on them, like we were just discussing. Now, there's a lot of socioeconomic reasons why the inner city of Milwaukee has unfortunately um, uh, Correct. fallen, but a lot of it is just that people didn't maintain the homes. Remodeling is to some people sounds like a vanity project. Like, oh, we're going to remodel the kitchen. Well, do we need to do it? But yeah, you do eventually because no kitchen lasts forever. Right. So when we can do these relatively modest projects, I mean, sure, the great gold award winning ones and the really, really expensive ones look are nice and those right. are proud, but the modest, just improve it. Let's give it a new lease on life. Let's let's reset the clock on that kitchen by 50 years. That's awesome feeling. Lewis, are you finding um, that... And and I think the last couple of years, as as we went from the bottom to now, uh, really ticking upward, that it used to be that people would just call um, companies like Carmel Builders and say, "Look, I I need a new roof or I need a new part of this kitchen," and now it's okay, I need that, but what I really this is what I want, and so the wants are now starting to get into play, and I and that makes a guy like me excited because you know what, business is great. Throughout Nary, a lot of Nary members doing, you know, really a lot of business right now. And when people are calling with their wants, that means they're feeling pretty comfortable about where they're where they they are in their life. Yeah, we're definitely seeing more of that. Um, the big question that we try to answer or ask and, and get answered from our homeowners is actually the why. Why are we doing this? And those those are the ones that really feel great to me when we can do that. We just completed a, a bathroom master suite type remodel for a client in in a Menominee Falls area. And the why was at first, it's, oh, I want to remodel this master bedroom bathroom. Okay, great. We can do this. Blah, blah. But the why is that she has a, um, a, a adult son who has special needs and she wants to get this house in such a way so that her son can actually ultimately live there. And so the why isn't that we need to Remodel your bathroom. Yeah, you need to remodel it. This is a 1972 house. <laughs> Trust me, you walk into this bathroom, you're going to say, yeah, it's time to remodel it. Sure. But it wasn't that it needs to look nicer. It needs to function. 
So it was really gratifying for us to kind of walk through that design process, design this so that it could work in the event that, you know, he needs to have, uh, you know, assistance in the form of right. wheelchairs, you know, better ways for access so, to it. It was exciting. So you almost, that almost you look at aging in place, even though the, the, this is a younger man, that the the things that you that you would normally do for, for maybe a, a couple that's getting a little bit older and wants to stay in their house, you were able to then accomplish for for her and so this young man can can get around and and if uh if he has to be able to be there for a while by himself he can do it yeah that's that's awesome yeah you you have to know why people are doing doing projects and if if the only why is because i don't like the way something looks generally speaking we're not a great fit for it because i would rather question people's motivation for doing stuff just to make sure they're making a good decision remodeling is an expensive endeavor it's it's people when, when I sit down with, with people and we talk, let's talk real numbers. Real numbers are scary, Mike. They are, they're big. <laughs> and do you really want to do that just because you don't like the way that it looks? Well, let's make it work. Let's make it release or renew the lease on that home, so to speak. I was going to bring this up in, uh, later in the show, but, but you opened the, the door for me. I have not seen a company, and, and maybe I just haven't seen it. Maybe other companies do this, but you... you on your website, you you're right out what really honest and say, hey, look, for a a true remodel on a kitchen, you know this is kind of where we start at. And so understand that if if you want to fully remodel your kitchen, this is where we start at, and then we'll talk from there. I, th- I look, I think that's really really smart because the people that are going to call you understand where they're starting at. And and there's all kinds of look. You had talked about if somebody just wants to tweak their bathroom, and the reason they want to tweak their bathroom is is you know we're getting older and we need to, this aging in place thing. Man, you you certainly would would talk to them. But on your website, um, you guys say building relationships, building trust, and you talk about this openness and honesty when it comes to your model. I think it's important, and 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 I I commend you for doing that. Well, I think you have to, and I think that's. I don't think we're that unique in doing that on our website. Um, we certainly are unique in that. If you will go back five years ago, I don't think anyone was doing it, but we're right. seeing it a lot more out there. The reality is, Mike, we're not going to trick people into spending money. You know, that's there's a mind. There's kind of a old adage about contractors. You know, we're all going to you know, we're going to tell you one number and then come in twice as high. Ultimately, at the end of the day, you need to sign a contract. I'm pretty sure that I can't get sleight of hand to get you to double your budget. But the reality is when I meet with people um, and they give us their their wish list and their budget, they generally are at about half what it's really going to cost. That's, yeah. the, that's just the reality of it. So we might as well be honest and tell them the truth right now rather than go through a design and development process, which can stretch out over months. And then ultimately sit down with a contract that's twice what they want to spend. If it's going to be twice what you want to spend, I should tell you right now. Right. Because then you can decide, does it make sense for us to work together? Do you think, last question before we get to a break, and I've asked this a lot, but I I would love your opinion on it. These reality TV shows, um, love it or list it, that kind of stuff, good for your business or bad for your business? Well, you know, I mean, as as long as you – go into watching those and know that anything that they tell you for numbers, for time, for feasibility is all, I mean, it's TV. Don't believe what you saw on TV. <laughs> Don't believe what you're reading the internet. 
if you look into it for ideas and you find the fun in it and you find it entertaining, great. Yeah. I love when people think about home improvement. I love when people get interested in it, in it but don't use it as your source of facts. The um, I think those shows have has made the idea of an open concept kitchen explode because I, I can't find one of those shows that the people don't come in and say, I want an open concept kitchen. And I, I find that... The last, when I was a kid growing up on Bartlett Avenue on the east side, the kitchen was a focal point. Mm-hmm. It was. You know, you had family and everybody kind of hung around the kitchen. And, and then it moved off into the living area or the dining area. And the people, it would have been my mom or grandmother at that time doing the cooking would have been away from this. Now, and those shows have really shown the value of an open concept kitchen. And I think that in your business, those shows people have to understand it can't get done in a week. It's not going to get done for $4,000. Well, correct. And I think most people do. I, 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 the average the average consumer is a, is a lot more educated than they were five, ten years ago just because there's a lot of information out there. We're going to continue our conversation. This is great. Your email to me, this is perfect. We're winging it, and I love it because I there's a lot of questions that I have for you. He is Lewis Wire. He is a general manager. Carmel, Carmel Builders. You can go to uh, CarmelBuilders.com, their website. They are located on Appleton Avenue in Menominee Falls. Phone number 262-255-2230. 262-255-2230. This is the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big time Mike McGivern. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Dial us up with your question at 414-799-1250. Welcome back to the Mark and Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host and special guest. He is Lewis Wire. He's the general manager for Carmel Builders. Go to CarmelBuilders.com for more information. Who's um, earlier in, in the show, when I asked you what gets you excited, you talked about talking with clients um, after the their project is, is done. Is that something that you do a lot of as the owner? I, I try to. Anyone that I've been involved with, either myself or one of our, our project consultants. So the way our, our team works is we've got a, on the front end a project consultant who kind of puts a project together. Sure. And I do a little bit of that. I still do you know, probably about 25% of our of our sales and, and bring bring together about 25% of our projects. So I the ones that I do that I'm the the project consultant on, in essence, I will sit down and meet with with them. So I'd like to spend a little more time with our clients. And as we as we grow and as we spend um, we get our team together, I will be I see my my role doing more of that because it is enjoyable to to talk with people and to to find out. I love finding out what we could have done better, to be perfectly honest with you, because Oftentimes, homeowners will be so thrilled with everything, and they'll say, "You know, but there's just one little thing." And you know, not that it bothers me, but you know, this is how I felt, and it's it's great to know. That I had a I had a, a meeting last night with a with a woman who we we completed a project for, her, and she said, "Yeah, the very the last just two weeks were kind of tough because it just it felt like it lasted forever." And and she said, "But it went according to the schedule. You guys told me that." Right. And, and I said, "So maybe we should have just sat down with you." A couple weeks before, I said, hey, just so you know, these last two weeks are going to kind of stink. And yeah. she's like, yeah, that would have been great because I looked at the schedule and you were doing what you said you were going to do, but I guess I didn't really understand it. So that's great feedback for me to learn that. I had, my wife and I had a problem with our bath um, just a few months ago. And um, we had, it wasn't a, it wasn't 
from the company bath fitter, but it was like a bath fitter. And I would turn the, the water on and I would get in to take a shower and I'd feel like I was stepping on air. And I had a, a Nary contractor come out and now the water wasn't turned on and I stepped in and you could hear splashing. And so the water had gone underneath that bath fitter and was going into the old tub. And we had to redo this and, and, and we, we redid a lot of the bath. Well, for that time, I had to go to the WAC at 4.30 or 5 in the morning and shower with Naked Tan Man. <laughs> and I'm telling you, you know, I know what she was feeling, man. The last couple of days felt like it was forever. Yeah, it was forever, but we're so happy. It's and, and tough it turned to remodel a bathroom when it's the only one in the house. It's the only one. You yeah. live off 88th Burla. It's the only one in the house. Hey, during our we've, – we've talked now for 40 minutes, and during our conversation – You've said the word team a number of times, and what that tells me about you is is you understand the importance. The, the definition of team is two or more horses pulling in a similar direction for a common goal. That's what the definition of team is. So when you talk about your group and the people that work for you and work with you at Carmel Builders, the word team is important. Absolutely. You have to have that. There is, There's basically two types of people who do there are two types of companies that do home improvement, and they're either the one-man shop where one person self-performs everything, and that person has a lot of roles that they need to, to handle. And frankly, those people tend to be stressed out and tired because it's a lot of work for one person to do. Yep. You've got one person doing sales and marketing and billing and designing and swinging a hammer and doing customer satisfaction. And then there's the other type of firm which is someone like us and, and like a lot of our nary members which is a team of people working together to, to get it done um i i love being part of a team we, we actually have a number of our employees who were that one man or one woman shop we have a lot of a, a, there's a there's a lot of women in my office i, yeah. I joke around that i kind of work in two different worlds in the office my my two project consultants and one of my project managers is actually one of my office manager and uh so i you live I, in I've, that got, world. I've got I've got the I've got the the women in the office, and then I go out on the job site. And unfortunately, majority of the tradespeople are still men. And I will tell you, that's something that's really important to me is really getting more diversity into the trades. I will tell anyone listening right now: if your daughter wants to go into the trades, if she wants to be an electrician, a plumber, she can do really, really well. We have got a absolute lack of women in the trades, and it would be a great opportunity for anyone interested in that. Going down that path, are, are, are you guys looking to hire at this point? Is there? Do you have job openings? We're not. We don't have any job openings, but I will tell you that pr just because the majority of our work is done by by dedicated trade partners or right. subcontractors, yep. I will tell you that without question, almost all of my subcontractors of are looking for some, boy, I could use another good guy. And, and that's when I, I, I'm on the... Advisory committee at MATC for the Carpentry and Cabinet Makers program, yeah. and that's something we talk about all the time uh, when we meet. We meet every um, six months with faculty and the, the dean down there. We need more excited and enthusiastic young people moving into the trades. And carpentry is just one, but electrical, plumbing, HVAC, masonry—they're all looking for it as well. Do you think that I, I know where I coach basketball over at, at Greendale Martin Luther? They have a wood shop that I walk by every day with with kids in there that are excited to make some of the things they're making, you know, a, a, a bird food feed, uh, holder, and they make tables, and they make some just beautiful work. And I don't know if, if that's being done 
all over this area anymore. And I'm wondering if kids, you know, you you you, you listen uh, to a lot of people and they say, look, for a while, for a long time, people have said you have to go to college to 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 be really successful and be able to say you made it. You have to go get that four year degree and then possibly get your master's and. And what I'm what I'm talking about every Saturday morning is like your dedicated partners. It, it, they're looking for people that'll get up, get out of bed at eight o'clock, right? Get to work at eight o'clock, work till five, five maybe six days a week. Feel really good about who they are and what they've accomplished, and make a living wage. Well, this is something very, very close to my heart. Something I feel very passionate about. And I feel something that we need to we need to really look at as a community and change our, our paradigm of, of what it means to be successful as a young adult. And you're absolutely right. For so long, we've preached this idea that you need to go to college. You need to go to college. If you want to be successful, you have to go to college. And I think that's because people in my parents' generation were, you know, so few of them did. And they, they wanted, parents want to see their children do better, do better than them. And so I get that. But the problem is, is that what we're doing is we're taking a lot of kids who don't necessarily want to go to college. They don't necessarily have the interest or drive to do that because it's a unique thing and it is not for everyone. I agree with that. And we're sending smart, smart kids who aren't motivated into college where they don't do too well. They maybe fail out or maybe they just kind of go through the motions. They come out of that with a tremendous amount of debt and and into a job they don't. And yeah, they get into a job they don't necessarily love. And now you've set basically this this set where this standard where now okay now I have to work in this job I don't love for ten to fifteen years to pay off my debt right where we're taking then these good kids who maybe would have loved to have been a carpenter I'll tell you what my lead carpenter makes a pretty good wage yeah he's yes. not doing bad yeah. he gets he gets three and a half weeks of paid vacation a year he gets paid holidays he does okay I mean I, I'm not going to talk salaries on no. here but he does well and he's happy and he works him you know, forty to forty five hours a week. Same thing with plumbers, electricians. The other part of it, Mike, that, that that makes me feel just really disappointed is that we're then taking the kids who nece- – the reality is there's going to be some kids who are just kind of aren't really going to be really successful no matter what. And we're saying, well, look, you're a screw-off. You should go into wood shop. You should go into shop. You should go into – and we're taking the kids who aren't that strong who are probably not going to be very successful in the next 10 years of their lives no matter what. You right. know, some kids aren't going to figure it out till they're 30. Sure. We get it. That's life. But now we're taking the, some of the best kids. We're steering them away from something they would be good at. We're taking, you know, the the two percent of just kind of oh, whatever. Right. Steering them into this. So, at MATC, we're seeing, you know, people applying and saying, "Hey, we're interested in in getting in the program." But the number of kids who are really, really passionate and excited, and, and employer like myself and my partners would say, "Oh my gosh, I want to hire that kid right away." We're not getting too many of them. We're not getting them till they turn thirty and they realize, hey, this is what I wish I had done all along. You know, and and what's interesting to me is is my dad, who was you know grew up on a farm, and like I said, a bricklayer and a mason, he would put me in the car as a little kid, and we would drive downtown, and he would say, "I built that. I was on that roof last week. I built that. We did this. My company did that." He was so proud. He was so proud to take his kids and say, "Look." This is what this is what I've built. Look at all these cool things I'm doing, and you know I I wish that he would have had the patience to teach one of these. Uh, he made me go to tech as a freshman. It was horrible there. I just wasn't any good at it because I hadn't ever done any of this stuff before. I would watch him do it, but he never say, "Hey, why don't you try this?" 
you know, let's let's do this thing together. And I think I think you're right with that. And I think if if we can somehow change that um, that discussion and that conversation, I think there's a lot of kids that can make a lot of money and be really proud of what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, you're you know, maybe you weren't cut out to be a Mason, Mike. I don't know. It's I hard probably, work, man. It's, it's hard, hard work. work. I look at what those guys do, and I say, geez. But I'll tell you what. We don't have a lot of young Masons out there. No, and it, I, I see that personally as the biggest shortcoming that we're gonna we're gonna see in the next in the next ten to fifteen years because wow. we have got so many. And I I'm got too some old, old now, Lewis. I got some old grizzled Masons <laughs> who are so strong too. Those guys, I'm telling you, one hand picking up a brick, president. Oh yeah, I can take that. I his fingers. When he would oh. give you a little whack in church, not good, man. Those guys shake not your hand. And those guys oh, shake no. your hand, and you're like, oh, my gosh, you're going to break my hand. I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty strong, pretty fit guy, and these guys could probably lift me up by my throat. Without, without even uh, taking a deep breath. We'll continue our conversation. He is Lewis Wire. He's a general manager at Carmel Builders. So much more than that with the stuff he does at METC and with Nary, and we um, – we got to have you back because we haven't talked nearly enough about uh, the great projects that Carmel Builders do. But I just wanted to to have this discussion with you on some of the things going on. Go to CarmelBuilders.com for more information on Lewis's company, or you can give them a call at 262-255-2230. This is the Milwaukee Neary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big time Mike McGivern. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Email your question to live at 1057FMTheFan.com. Welcome back to the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co host and special guest, Lewis Wire, General Manager for Carmel Builders. Go to CarmelBuilders.com for more information. Can we talk about the process? Somebody calls 262-255-2230, and they want to, let's say they want to redo their kitchen. What Once they make that call loose, what's the process to get the ball rolling with you guys? Well, I always like to start with the end in mind, Mike, and the end result of a, of a project or the development of a project is to have a, a very detailed set of plans, a detailed scope of work, and detailed set of specifications. So... We need to get to there. So we start with a, a face-to-face meeting with one of our project consultants. We're going to talk a little bit about what you want to do. We're going to talk about the why. Like I said, you know, why do you want to do it? What are we really trying to accomplish here? What's the big picture on it? We're going to talk budget right away because we need to know, you know, budget's a driver. Obviously, if you if you don't care how much it costs, we can do anything. Yeah, you bet. And I and how many now, how many clients have you had that we, said I don't care? I about believe it. the number is zero. I, I believe it's zero. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that it is. It's still when holding you, tight at zero. When you find that guy, would you give me his number? Yeah, please? right. No, actually, I don't know if I would. To be honest with you, no, because, you shouldn't. Because that that would be a whole other set of challenges. But so we're going to talk about the budget. We're going to talk about some options. So then we take a um, a relatively small retainer to move into what we call our preliminary design, where we're going to give you some options and some ideas. Hey, what's possible? What could we do? What, what things could be done? And give you some feedback on, hey, if we go this direction, you're looking at a dollar investment figure somewhere in this range, or here's a really cool idea. We think this would be great, but hey, it doubles your budget. What do you think? Do you want to go there? Allowing the homeowner to make an educated decision on what direction we're going to go. Then we move into what we call full design. And during the full design phase of a project, everything is is figured out from cabinets, countertops, flooring, uh, backsplash, appliances, paint colors, you name it. All the things that build up 
the, the details of the project and, and help create the price. So at the end of that full design process, um, you're going to know what you're getting. You're going to know how much it's going to cost. And we're also be able to tell you how long it's going to take. So you can actually sign the, sign the, the construction agreement with a real knowledge. We don't go to contract with allowances or to be determined, except for some very rare occasions. And then the next step, the details, correct? I mean, and then the remodel will start. Uh, looking on your website, you lay this whole process out really, really well. And for for me as a consumer, I like to know that, you know, what when we first have that conversation, what we're going to talk about, when we get to the design phase, what's going to what's going to come about at that point um the the details so based on my selection again detail plan delivery selection of products and finishes do you do you assist with that by the way do, oh, you, sure. do you guys we, no, we, we have to. redid we redid part of our kitchen and the the biggest the toughest thing for me was the hardware i didn't realize there was you know 19 different you know rows of oh that was hard I'm an Irish guy, and our final decision is always maybe. And can you imagine? I should have gotten some help on that thing. There's there's so many things to figure out. Yeah, we help with that. Every homeowner is different. Some people want us to hold their hands the whole way through. Other ones just want some direction. Some people want to do it all on their own. We'll work with you however you want. I need you to come back. If, yeah, I think if, I'm, if possible. I think I'm coming back in the, sometime later this year. I look forward to it. Lewis Wire, he's general manager for Carmel Builders. Um, we talked a lot about life today. We talked to little Panthers. Yeah, we're gonna. If I come back, we're gonna spend more because I think I'm back in the fall, so we're gonna talk a lot more Panthers. That sounds good. I'm ready for that. Go to CarmelBuilders.com for more information, or you give them a call at two six two two five five twenty two thirty. It's good to see you. Yeah, great seeing you, Mike. Yeah, have a great day. This is the Milwaukee Area Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio one hundred five seven FM, The Fan.